Disney fans, uh, good day, good morning, wherever you are, wherever you uh, are watching from, thanks for watching. I am Matt, this is the Disney Planning Insights Podcast, and today is January 26th, 2021, and we've got some news to talk about, and I'm going to have a pre-recorded segment with Peter from Princesses and the Mouse here coming up, but real quick, let's hit our social media accounts. So if you're watching us tonight, you know where the Facebook page is. Definitely like the page, like the stream. Um, over on Dis on Twitter, at Disney Insights, those are the two most active accounts. Um, as far as people that have liked the stream here recently, let's talk about a few of them. So Tracy Ann, thank you for liking the podcast page. Um, every like that we have is very much appreciated and we hope we can provide content that you enjoy and that helps you out when you're planning your next trip. Shannon, thank you for liking last week's stream. You know, I love you and I'm glad that you support me in the way that you do with what we're doing. And then William Rawlings is the last one that followed the page and thank you for the follow again. Anytime that we can help somebody with the content we produce, we very much, um, we, we, we enjoy that. That's why we do what we do, and, and we're glad to put this kind of stuff out. So what I want to do is jump into the segment I pre-recorded with Peter from Princesses of the Mouse Disney Travel um, about some of the topics that we are covering this week. Hey, Peter, how you doing? Doing great. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. Uh, a few things to talk about this week. Not a huge news week, but there was some things that came out over the weekend. So um, let's really jump into those. The first is going to be um, today is actually National Plan for a Vacation Today. Plan for a Vacation Day, which works out well. Um, so if you are looking to plan a vacation, Talk to this guy, um, Peter over at Princesses in the Mouse Disney Travel. Peter, really quick, just hit like what discounts are available right now and what's coming up in the future. Well, uh, in terms of what's coming up in the future, we never really fully know until we all of a sudden get that, get that announcement from Disney and get that email across our inboxes. Um, but right now they have uh, really two main things. There's a room rate discount that you can get. Um, and then there's also an extend your play is the best way to put it, where if you buy uh, at least a uh, at least a three day ticket, four day ticket, they'll turn it into a five day, six day, um, so on and so forth. So if you get a five day ticket, you get a seven day ticket, um, which we've talked about before, really at, at four days, three days, four days, that's where you start to see the discounts. Um, so really, they're giving you that fifth, that sixth day. Um, for free on some of those longer on some of those longer stays, um, so that's a pretty good deal. Save you a couple hundred bucks on a family of four. Um, you might save a few hundred bucks on on your park tickets, and then the room rate somewhere between ten percent and and twenty five percent, depending on where you stay and how long you stay and what days of the week you stay, um, are available as well. Of course. 
all of that is subject to availability, but there are, there are a couple of pretty good rates. Um, in terms of hypothesizing, um, you know, one of the big things that normally comes out for the fall vacations is a free dining plan, but obviously there's no dining plan right now. So I don't know what will be supplemented there. Um, there was also a really great Disney Visa card member special running. Um, in fact, the the trip that you and I are going, that's the, the deal that I booked us okay. because that was actually coming off at about 5 to 10% higher discount than the standard one. So being a Disney Visa card member uh, can also save you a little bit on your rooms at a Disney resort right now as well. Yeah, I think that standard that standard vacation, that standard room discount was like 15 to 30 and then with the with the DV or the Disney Visa card, it actually went like 20 to 35 or something like that. So yeah, it, it, it is it is something if you do have one of those cards, definitely always ask to see if there's a special available with those cards. Yeah, and and along those same lines, whenever you go to book, uh, just remember that the nicer the accommodation, the higher the percentage. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, whatever the low 10, 15% is, that's going to be your values. As you get up into the 20, 25%, you're going to be sliding into those deluxe resorts. So um, if you're sitting there going, well, but the Disney Planning Insights podcast said I could have 25% off. Yeah, but you're staying at Pop Century. You don't get 25% off at Pop Century. Exactly, exactly. Um, so going on to our next topic, uh, let's go with uh, Festival of the Lion King is going to be returning this summer. Uh, good to see some of the uh, equity actors getting back in, getting their shows back. And, you know, the, the theater there for Festival of the Lion King is actually pretty easy to social distance on. They could mark off the bleachers just like they would, say, in Country Bears or in... Um, Hall of Presidents or something like that. So it's 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 something that's good to see a show coming back. What does this mean for the future of shows at Walt Disney World? All right, hopefully only good things, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, so Festival of Lion King is announced. There's also rumors that we are just around the river bend from Fantasmic coming back. Of course, I meant the the incredibly punny phrase just around the river bend because of Pocahontas, as well as the fact that all of the floats on Fantasmic do come just around the river bend as they come across the front of the show. Uh, so, so we do have um, sort of some, some rumors, no official start date, no official release yet, but there have been rumors that Fantasmic is looking also at coming back in Hollywood studios um, because again, just like you said, it's an outdoor open air theater, you can socially distance the bleachers. So if Festival of the Lion King is coming back, what I would anticipate very quickly is things like Fantasmic, Beauty and the Beast live show, because if they're willing to do that in uh, a closed building, then I have to imagine that roping off some sections and and kind of spacing people out would allow for some of our open air live action shows to hopefully come back in the near future as well. So Indiana stunt show, beauty and the beast, some, some different things at Hollywood studios, hopefully to draw the crowds away from, you know, galaxy's edge and toy story land. Um, 
Minnie's Mickey and Minnie Runaway Railway. Yeah, Hollywood. especially at Hollywood, Hollywood Studios. I, I think they need those shows to divert some of the that crowd traffic elsewhere. You know, even at, you know, 35, 40%, whatever they're at right now, you know, that, that park can get relatively crowded and you could see some really long lines, especially, you know, when you're looking at uh, Smuggler's Run, Slinky Dog Dash, Runaway Railway. Those rides are still getting in that, you know, hour and a half, two hour range sometimes. And, and that's, I think, something that they, they're seeing as a problem as long as they're having to stretch those lines. So opening up some additional entertainment is going to relieve some of that pressure. Right. And you're talking, you know, Beauty and the Beast. Heck, Indiana, the Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular, that is a massive stadium. Yeah, yeah. So you could you could easily socially distance and still get several hundred people in there for uh, for watching the shows. And, you know, to be honest with you, it's probably about the normal size of what a show would normally bring in. Um, you're just going to have people sitting in the extremes instead of just kind of packing into the middle. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so the last thing in the parks is we got word yesterday that Disney is going to make a change to a day one attraction at both parks, and they are going to be making some socially equitable changes to Jungle Cruise. Um, and I hate the use of that term because in all reality, Jungle Cruise is based off of a early ninth or early 20th century cruise through the jungle um and is relatively true to its representation of what would have been around at that point um so for them to make this more like today's society it, it to me it's the dumbest idea in the world what are your thoughts on it well i can't i i did see the report that you're talking about but i haven't looked enough into the details of um, the, I know that some of the scenery is going to be facelifted. I know the script is going to change a little bit on the skippers. Um, Now the scripts do have a little bit of flexibility right now. The skippers do have the ability to, to use a variety of jokes in the different situations. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know if I can really speak to uh, this that you want to, because I don't think I know enough, but again, just like some of the other topics that we've had on the show before, I trust Disney and the Imagineering process. And I look forward to seeing the finished product. And then once I see that finished product, well, then I'll be able to make a really good judgment as to did the experience change for the better? Did it change for the worse? Or did it just change for the sake of changing because change for the sake of change isn't necessarily good in my mind, Yeah, but change for the sake of progress is always something that I'm willing to see and, and excited to experience. Well, and I, I mean, to me, I guess this is a little different than what they did with Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain, they're getting, you know, kind of a retooling with a new theme, bringing in some IP, a lot of different things there. This is very much a social justice warrior change, it feels like. And that's that's where I think I've got the most problem with it. Yeah, and again, I, don't, I, think, um, I think you have to wait until you see the final product. Because if you're talking like the scenery changes are going to be to take out some of the tribe members and things along those lines. 
Um, you know, if, if they're taking those things out to just replace them with more safari elements, I don't see the issue or the harm in that. Uh, I can certainly see where you're saying you're changing a nostalgic classic, but at the same point, if you're removing things that could be construed as negative um, and replacing it, like I said, if you take out some of the tribe, some of the tribal scenes and replace it with more safari animals. Okay. So um, if that, if that changes or enhances the experience for, for groups of individuals, while at the same time, not detracting or, or diminishing the experience for others, I don't, I don't see how, um, you know, there's too much to get upset there about. Yeah. I I mean, I guess I see your point there. I just, this is just another thing. I just feel like the parks are changing for the sake of it's the popular thing to do right now and not necessarily looking at the rides and saying, Hey, we need to change this because attendance is down or popularity is down or something like that. To me, it just seems like a change for the sake of change. I don't think it it could. I mean, we don't really know what happens behind closed doors. It could very well be that focus groups have happened and studies have occurred and, and they found something instrumentally wrong with that ride that was causing viewership issues. And so now they're changing for the sake of this is, this is a poor reflection of, as you said, um, a poor reflection of modern society and modern views. And, and we want to put forward something that, that does, um, represent that and and really the same thing could be said about Splash Mountain now Splash Mountain back then felt like a knee-jerk reaction but the Disney management group Imagineering group was very very direct in saying this was something we were already looking at due to you know things that we have heard and and all of that other stuff just because our announcement comes at a knee-jerk reaction time doesn't necessarily mean that the decision was made in that type of a sense. And so same thing here um, with this is going to be something that Disney had had in the pipeline for a very, very long time. And we're working on releasing and just in the current climate and everything like that, it may feel to some as more of a knee jerk, but really it could have been something that, you know, this has been an issue. These have been comments. These have been observations um, for a very, very long time, and Disney is now acting upon those things. Yeah, okay. I, I mean, I get you I get you there. And, I, you know, I will take it as a wait and see. Is it going to be something I still ride? Yeah, it's going to be something I still ride. But, I Dead mean... jokes are always funny. Yeah, they, they, they are. They are. And I think that's one thing that, you know, I enjoy about that. You know, whether it's the Jungle Cruise or the Jingle Cruise, I, I enjoy going on there and, you know, answering the questions wrong just to, for the sake of answering the questions wrong and that kind of thing. <laughs> Um, so last thing we're going to talk about is another Disney cast member goes above and beyond. And I'm going to let you kind of take the lead on this one about the call center agent. So go ahead and tell us what you know. Yeah. So, uh, I probably don't know. I mean, if anybody has seen this news story, they probably know as much as I do. Um, a woman called in saying that she was looking to purchase tickets and was being very strange. And the Disney cast member at the at the call center that handles ticket purchase, ticket sales, um, picked up on some cues that things just weren't quite right. 
and began asking her a series of questions and the woman was replying yes and no. And ultimately the series of questions that the cast member got to was, are you in trouble? Do you need help? Do you need me to call local law enforcement and send them your address? And, um, and the woman replied, yes, yes, yes. And, and in the background of the conversation, she could hear, you know, her, the woman was saying, get off of me, get away from me. Um, ultimately what was happening as police then found out was uh, her boyfriend was being physically and verbally abusive to her and was threatening her and um, and hitting her and all sorts of things. And uh, the cast member, the woman called under the guise of, I'm going to book us a vacation so we can get away. We're going to go to Disney World. And um, the cast member saw through the, the woman's need and was able to contact local law enforcement. I believe the individual has been taken into custody and is facing charges. Um, and, uh, and the, I mean, just, a just a really, really awesome Disney story of a cast member recognizing, you know, we hear stories of this, like people ordering pizza and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. um, fantastic job by that cast member to, to recognize the, the signs of kind of a, a bad situation and to, to go down the avenue of, can I help you versus, going down the avenue of, oh, I'm uncomfortable, click. Yeah, yeah. No, it, I think it's just another another um, instance of cast members going above and beyond, whether it's in the park, whether it's on the phones. You know, I think when you think of Disney cast members uh, in the majority, most of them are more than willing to go above and beyond and, and try and make whatever they're doing as magical as possible. And I think that is part of, you know, Disney training and, and what's instilled in them through their orientation process. But it's just nice to see in a, the society that we live in today that people are still out there that are willing to do that. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more with everything that you just said there. Uh, you know, that's always something, that's why I go back to Disney is, as I always say to people, Disney under promises and over delivers and they will bend over backwards to make sure that your experience is amazing. Um, and like you said, maybe it's, it's just part of the culture. It is. It's just part of the culture. And yeah, when I was down there in the fall talking to some cast members, as I, I normally do with, with how often um, and how much time I've been blessed to, to be in those parks. Um, I like talking to cast members. I like getting to know some of them. Uh, taking the time out of my vacation because I have the time. Um, you know, some of them said it's just, it's not quite as magical as it used to be. They still enjoy coming to their job, but some of the things that they used to do, they're now discouraged or not allowed to do anymore. Those make your day situations, those yeah. pull the card out of their pocket because they want to minimize contact points and stuff like that. So um I look, you know, we talk many, many times on this show. I look forward to, uh, again, we're, we're getting closer every day. And, uh, and I look forward to the time where, where maybe we feel like, okay, we're, we're sort of back to, to kind of where we, we were. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like we've talked before herd immunity. We need herd immunity and we're getting closer and closer every day. And I'm almost there. <laughs> 
All right. So you got anything else, Peter? I, that That's what I've got down for my list of topics. Ha, have you heard anything, seen anything that's worth talking about this week? Yeah, I uh, I saw some news this morning and I kept it close to the vest just because I feel like I always send you the scoops and then I, <laughs> I just sit here in, in uh, just sort of reactionary mode waiting for you to throw the scoops out. Uh, this morning, it was announced that Disneyland is shopping around on a new pass holder system. So um, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about how they are, they are finishing and, and they basically canceled all current pass holders, um, refunded according to all of that. Uh, so basically right now, there's no such thing as an active pass holder in Disneyland. And um, they are, an email was sent out a survey to previous pass holders to ask them what they would like in a pass system because we've talked again we've talked about this before disneyland and disney world are very very different in attendance disneyland is probably close to 70 to 80 percent unique attendance out of area whereas disney or sorry i'm flipping that Disneyland is probably 70 to 80% attendance of local in area Anaheim, LA, California residents. And Disney World is the exact opposite. About 70, 80% of its attendance is out of area, out of state, um, you know, people coming in to experience it. Yeah, so, and it, it seemed like that that email mentioned a lot of things like almost like a membership and not a pass. Right. Which, it made it almost sound like a gym membership that you were, you know, purchasing into the amount of days that you could go in a month and, and that kind of stuff. So it was kind of weird, some of the options that were on there. Yeah. And I think, I think they're just kind of shot. So you did hear about it. <laughs> yeah, I did. And, and I was just going to let you run with it. And <laughs> Yeah. So, um, you know, so they're shopping it around right now. They're trying to figure out what it looks like, but exactly like you said, you know, and Disney World has a little bit of that in their different tiers. If you're a Florida Correct. resident, you can be a silver or a gold where you have blackout days and silver has more blackout days than gold days. Gold basically blacks out around spring break and the holidays. Um, and then if you're out of state, your only option is platinum. So it seems like Disneyland is looking at maybe an even more flexible version than that, or even offering people sort of like a, a 30 day punch card, not available on these certain days. And yeah, you know, um, so news there, if you are a viewer from the West coast or you were a Disneyland pass holder, um, if you didn't get that survey, be looking for it. Um, and, it, and if you don't get that survey, be looking for those different options that I'm guessing they'll fire that up as they're able to reopen Disneyland um, whenever that is. I'm guessing that they'll fire those passes up before opening Disneyland to hopefully get that those people coming in the gates as soon as day one happens. Yeah, I, I, they, they don't almost have to because you're going to have some pent-up demand of people that have tickets and that kind of thing. But like you said, Disneyland is mostly locals with passes. Right. Listen. Thank you. I didn't hit the mute button in time. Um, me sitting there with those tickets you were talking about 
so yeah so um so and, and the other thing with disneyland right now is california adventure did open back up and and is offering some limited dining and shopping experiences experiences again so yes. disneyland is a vaccination site it, it is it is one of the parking lots is a vaccination site right now so hopefully you know in near future we're going to have news on it and as soon as news breaks on disneyland we will be sure to let you guys know so Peter, thanks a lot for joining us again tonight. Again, this is going to be a tape segment, so everybody will see it a little bit later. But uh, thanks for joining us, and ha have a good night, man. Yeah, apologies that my schedule did not allow the 7.15 live. Hey, you're, you're perfectly fine, but we, we're going to make it happen. So uh, I'll talk to you later. All right, see you. Bye now. I'm not talking into this. So yeah, that was our tape segment with Peter with princesses in the mouse Disney travel. Um, talking about some of the news stories that have broken over the last week. And just like every other Tuesday, that's what we're going to do in this, uh, this episode. So as far as this week goes Thursday, Allie's going to be on with another DPI family episode. Look for something cool um, that we're going to be bringing out called Points of View. Um, we're going to be doing like reviews and overviews of all the rides at Walt Disney World. And we're going to be bringing the kids into those as well. So the first two that we're going to be doing are Splash Mountain and Alien Swirling Saucers over at Hollywood Studios. So definitely uh, keep your eye open for that. And then as always, the DPI photography page is now live at viewbug.dpiphotography.viewbug.com if you want to check that out, some of the cool shots that we've gotten from around the parks over the years. Uh, thanks for watching tonight. If you guys do have any questions, hit me up on the Facebook page or over on Twitter, at Facebook, on Facebook, at DPI Podcast, on Twitter, at Disney Insights. Again, stay safe, stay warm, and we will see you guys at the parks real soon. Bye now.